right. Welcome to Your Time, Your Money, the show where your time is just as valuable as your money, and we know that. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, welcome, Justin. Ah, thank you. Thanks yeah, for how, being here. How's your week going? Good? It's going good. Yeah, I actually uh, just uh, got back from a doctor's appointment for my uh, little baby girl, two months old. She got uh, a couple of rounds of shots and was not so happy about it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> shots, are, shots are never good. There's, yeah. there's a lull after like eight or nine years old where they do one a year or whatever beforehand. So, But you'll be there soon. You, you'll, you'll understand. So. I still got a little time. So welcome to our listeners. Uh, I think today is a good timely topic. It's going to be a little sh- shorter session for us, but we really want to talk about handling investments in a down market. Yeah. Uh, we want to talk about, you know, kind of some of the things that you can do to help your investments in a down market and then also obviously move forward with maybe getting a better return as the market rebounds. So yep. so let's dive into it. It's your time. Your money. And I'm going to do the honors today and flip this. All right. So it'll be a little easier for us. So, yeah, you know, ultimately, let's let's start with just what, you know, is out there and it's blatantly obvious, right? It's the trouble that we're having in the market, uh, a lot of issues, inflation, uh, you know, uh, bond markets getting crushed right now. Uh, stock markets all over the place. Yeah, right. We're down from historic highs. We are right. Yeah. But you know, when we look at that from an investment standpoint, we have to really delve into what an investor should be doing mm-hmm. and understanding about their investments. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think um, one of the keys when when you're looking at a down market, um, like we were talking about, just kind of prior, is um, looking at doing some type of uh, dollar cost averaging. Um, I'm, Hopefully our viewers have heard it at some point in time, um, but just talking about being able to consistently and systematically add to um, take advantage of when the market is going down to, to purchase shares at a discount. Yeah, right. The one thing I always, I always you know, phrase to uh, clients or prospects is, you know, it, it's the only commodity that is sold in the United States that when the price goes down, people don't buy it, <laughs> right? If, if, you, if you went to Walmart... And you wanted to just shop for random stuff at Walmart, but you saw a sign that said 30 cans of tuna fish for a dollar. Even if you didn't need tuna fish, you're probably going to buy 30 cans, right? You'll get home. Your wife will be like, what are you doing with the tuna fish? It was on sale, right? right? I remember my father, he came home. He had like 10 of these little plastic chairs for kids. Mm -hmm. I only have two kids. I'm like, why'd you buy 10? Oh, they were only 10 cents each, right? But in the investment world, when investments go on sale, which is when the market goes down, ironically, it's the only commodity that people don't buy. Yeah. You know, and, and, and a lot of it has to do, you know, with psychological investing. We did a really good uh, segment for our listeners that maybe didn't listen to it on emotional investing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but let's get that out, out there right away, it, is that if it's a good investment, then it's worth buying when it's on sale. Yep. Right, just like any any commodity. Yeah, absolutely. Right, and and the problem is is that fear usually takes over, mm-hmm. right? But there are some little things that investors can do to get a better return in a down market, yep. and ride out those cycles. So the very first thing they have to do is understand that that the market will come back at some point. Yeah. Right. I mean, it can't be down forever. Yeah, absolutely. Right, and and I don't know about you, but the common thing I get is, well, it's different this time. <laughs> right. I don't. You ever get that from a client? I do. I do. Right. And I always tell clients, well, of course it's different. Right. If it was the same every time, we could adjust and avoid it. Yeah. Right. So every time the market goes down, it's going to be different. There's yeah. going to be new, different nuances to it. But what isn't different is that the top companies that are out there are still going to be in business tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, Walmart's not going to go out of business. Yeah. Right. What other companies aren't going to go out of business? Oh, Procter and Gamble, Coca Cola, Caterpillar, yeah. all, you, you all these large most, places. Most of the S and P 500 yeah. companies are not going to go out of business overnight. Yeah. 
right? It's not to say that they can't fall, fail like an Enron or they can't, you know, have struggles, mm-hmm. but we know they're not going to go into business overnight. Yeah. And if we know that and we know that they're going to come back in value, then we just have to make sure we have enough time to ride out that cycle. Sure. Right. So how do we handle it? What are maybe some things that we can do? You, you brought up dollar cost averaging, right? So that's new money coming in to buy at a low. Yep. Right. What are maybe some other things that a listener can do? Um, I mean, you can look at restructuring some of the investment strategies that you have. Right. So, um, so maybe you look at your portfolio and say, hey, I've got money in cash. Maybe you've got money in the bond account or, mm-hmm. you know, or in your checking or savings that you want to infuse in and rebalance yep. to the stock side that's now down in your portfolio. Yeah. Right. And we're at a weird period of time, right? Where both stocks and bonds are down. Are both down, yeah. Right. Traditionally, it's like a seesaw, but now, yep. you know, now we're running in a period of time where, where both are down, mm-hmm. right? So, for instance, maybe a client's taking a dividend. Okay. Yep. Right. Maybe they don't need the dividend. Well, what can they do? They can temporarily reinvest it. And that's going to really help you in a down market because it's going to buy more shares, yep. not new money out of pocket. Right. For people retired, they might not have new money to put in. Yep. But they may just postpone their dividend for six months. That'll help you rebound a little bit faster, right? Yeah. What are some other things that investors can do? Um, I mean, think fixed accounts. Yeah, right? yeah. You can do things like uh, different types of fixed annuities, different types of um, if you're if you're doing something where you're getting income, like you were saying, from like an immediate annuity or something like that, and you don't necessarily need that money. Um, you can do something a little bit different. Yeah, maybe redirect CDs, it. Maybe. Yep, re- redirect it into an investment. Yep. Maybe you have a CD that's coming due and you don't need it. Yep. Right. Um, you know, sometimes it, it may make sense to take a penalty on a CD because the penalty is very small. Yeah. To infuse it into an S and P fund or something that's you know more growth oriented. Yeah. Right. And it goes back to when is the real risk? Right. Is the real risk now after the market's down twenty some percent or whatever, or is the real risk? a year and a half ago after COVID when the market was up, you know, a substantial amount. Yeah. Right. Right now the real risk already passed, yep. you know, it's, it's down low. So, you know, not to say that the market's not going to go down more, but it is a buying opportunity. Yeah. And, and the way that I like to think about it too, with buying opportunities is, is that if you get something that's 20% off and you find out that it ends at 27% off, you're still going to be happy getting the 20% off. Yeah, not necessarily buying at the lowest point in the market because it's almost impossible to time that. But you're still getting you're still getting it at a discount, so yeah. you can still be happy knowing that you you weren't buying at the top of the market um, where. Yeah, the the, not the best most the best visual example I always tell a client is, is imagine a clock, right? Yep. And you know, if you ask somebody, uh, where are we in the market in relation to a clock? Meaning twelve o'clock being an all time high yep. and six o'clock being an all time low. You're going to get wide array of different answers. You're going to get, well, we're at five, six, or seven, mm-hmm. right? I think most people would agree we're at the bottom side of that clock, Yep. right? We might be at five and it might go to six, or we may have passed six and it might be coming back at yep. seven, right? But we do know we're at the bottom. Well, yep. if we know we're there and it has to come back around, which it always does, then why not add now over the next three months, six months to a year, right? Yeah. And, and that's the kind of visual that, that I think most clients need to have in their head is where are we on that clock? Yeah. Right. And, and we can argue which number we're at, but we can't argue that we're at the bottom side yeah. of the clock. Right? <laughs> yeah. We're definitely not around right. uh, 11, 12 or one. Yeah. 11, 12 or one, which is the main thing, you know, other things that, that investors can do, you know, in a down market to handle, you know, the, the fluctuation in their accounts, you know, they, they can go more towards buffered products. Yep. 
We did talk a little bit about that. So if there still is a lot of fear out there uh, and people don't want to get more heavily into investments per se that are not buffered, they might find a buffered investment. And we have a great podcast on that. People can listen to that episode, uh, you know, on why you may want to get into a buffered investment. Because if you're uncertain, you can still partake in that market rebound, but still have more downside protection. Yeah. Right. Yep. What, what are some things that maybe people can do in their personal life to to free up money or invest more uh, in a down market? What are some things that, uh, you know, we should talk to clients about? Um, I like to talk to clients about um, just budget, cash flow, um, where money is going. And then I also like to talk to them about, um, like you were saying, when you're when you are withdrawing, um, maybe changing the the vehicle or, or solution that you're using to withdraw that money out of. Um, like you were saying, don't want to necessarily draw during a down market. Um, so there might be other avenues or other things that they're using, um, clients specifically, like we were talking about, that can help to, to ease some of that pain um, of and, the market going down. And maybe it's filing for Social Security. Yep. Maybe, you know, maybe they've been waiting since 62 and they're now 64 and a half and their full retirement age is 65 or 66. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they might want to file now and stop all distributions from their investments Mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of give it a respite. Yep. Give it a little relief, let it rebound, let it reinvest. Investors have to understand that even if you're not putting new money in, most mutual funds or bond funds, stock funds, a lot of those funds have dividend reinvestment. Yeah. And even if you're not adding in, just having them sit there and earn those dividends and get, get a good number of shares added to them while they're down, that mm-hmm. could be a very important part. So you know, let's talk maybe a little bit more about, you know, kind of why the market goes down and some some things that are coming up with inflation and stuff. But we'll do that right after our community spotlight, which is always a, always a fun time. So <laughs> yep. uh, today we have Pistana Brothers Pizza. So I don't know about you, but I love pizza. Oh, yes. And uh, Pistana Brothers Pizza is over in uh, Troy area. They're at 52 North Greenbush Road, Troy, New York, 12180. And their phone number is 518-272-7200. Pistana Brothers Pizza, go and get some tasty pizza. I had pizza last night, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I have it every night. It's much. I, I have 11 and 7-year-olds, so that, that's the most common table yeah. food awesome. <laughs> there is. So... <laughs> Uh, you know, we, we spent a little bit of time talking about, you know, kind of the down market, but, you know, let's just talk about inflation a little bit. Yep. I know we've done uh, some other segments on inflation in, in, in general. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we really want to emphasize with clients is, is during inflation, you know, the cost of goods obviously is going up. Uh, it, money might feel tight, mm-hmm. right? Um, in your portfolios, most of the time, there are options of where to take money without selling when it's low. Right. If you look at a portfolio on average, like at least in our portfolios and stuff, right, we have stocks, we have bonds, we have some cash positions. Usually we have fixed positions. Right. So even if you're not adding, but time is a little tight for, you know, times are a little tight for you. You may want to start some distributions from the fixed accounts. Yep. Yeah. I I think that's one of the the big things um, that if you you haven't worked with an advisor, sit down with someone from the Essay Group and, and talk to us. Um, because that's sort of a key point that we focus on is just really how to manage money and the different types of, of money that's available to individuals. Like you were saying, there's plenty of different um, fixed and, and solutions that you can utilize to be able to access money out of those types of accounts so that you can leave the money inside of your variable accounts, your stocks, your, your bonds, so that you're not 
selling at a down market. Yep. Now, you know, we'll play devil's advocate with selling in a down market is there are certain situations where people have non-retirement money yep. and now may be an ideal time for them to rebalance to a similar investment. You know, maybe they're in a, uh, a growth value fund and they move to a growth and in income or, or, you know, fund or, or something similar that pays more dividend. But in doing that, they're harvesting maybe a tax loss mm-hmm. that could get them more money coming back you know, next year come their tax time. Yeah. You know, and, and that uh, I think a lot of times people miss out on because they don't think outside the box and, and and see, hey, where can I maybe get that tax rate off? Mm-hmm. Where can I get that little little extra spur so I get an extra two or 3,000 or whatever that number is, yep. you know, come tax time. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Uh, what are maybe some other things people want to do with non-retirement money while it's down? You know, right? They might want to, what, transfer to a trust. Yeah. Right? Uh, they might want to transfer to something more tax efficient. Yep. Right? We, we run into a lot of portfolios that come to us from other advisors because the other advisors aren't giving them full advice. And our goal is to eventually structure them into a a tax efficient portfolio. Well, these down markets might be a good time to heavily move to a tax efficient portfolio. So as the market rebounds, they don't have to worry about doing it again later when they're paying tax on the investment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Capital gains tax for a lot of individuals can be uh, hopefully avoided if you, if you structure things the right way. Like you were saying with yep. the, the certain portfolios that we use, um, there, there are a couple of companies that we that we utilize that allow you to hopefully be able to avoid those capital gains while still making a rate of return for yourself. Yeah, you know, and it's also worth looking in a down market to maybe accelerate or do your Roth conversion yep. now while the market's down, right? Because if, if your money's in your IRA and it rebounds, you're going to pay tax on all that rebound. Yep. But if while it's de- down, you can move it to the Roth, mm-hmm. you get that same rebound, assuming we're talking the same investment, in the Roth, but now all that rebound is tax-free. Tax-free, yep. Right? And, and people have to understand, right, if the market goes down 20%, has to come back 25 to get back to where it was. Yeah. If the market goes down 50%, it has to go back up 100% to get back to where it was. Yeah. Well, that 100% or that 25% return you want to make sure that you're thinking in a down market. How can I maximize that? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Can I defer it? Can I get it tax-free? Can I get it into a vehicle that's going to benefit me down the road? Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe that rebound is going to go in a Roth tax-free, and then eventually you maybe you're harvesting in a tax-free vehicle. Yeah. Right? So so those are all things in a down market that I, I think would put a client in a much better situation. Yeah, absolutely. And you can take a negative and turn it into a positive by rebalancing and relooking at the plan. Sure. Yeah. You know, I know we've done that with a lot of clients. Other things we've done with some clients is just rebalancing in their IRAs uh, to maybe a more cost-effective platform, mm-hmm. uh, where maybe there's lower expense fees, lower charges, things along that lines, yep. because that'll also help on the rebound. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And you don't have to worry about capital gains in those accounts. You don't have to worry about taxes because it's staying in the deferred investment. Yep. Uh, so there's a plethora of options. Options in there. Uh, you know, what would you say is, is, you know, kind of the common thing that you hear from clients in a down market? Like what fear or what, what things do you get? Cause I know I get a lot of different ones. Um, should we get out? What, um, how much longer and until we should sell? Um, is it going to go down further? Um, it's just, to me, I, I've always been under sort of the, I've, I think Warren Buffett said at one time, um, be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. They'll ultimately meaning um, what most individuals do is they flip-flop those. When they see the market going up again, um, approaching all-time highs, they feel more confident in putting money into the market as opposed to when 
it's going down. Like we were saying, should I sell? How much lower is it going to go? I'm, I'm nervous. Um, it, they sort of do the opposite of, of what they should do, which is really where the value of an advisor comes into play. Um, it is having the, the person to help you, like you were saying a few uh, episodes back, doing that emotional um, side of things to be able to walk them through. Um, but I, I get people saying, should we, should we sell? Should we put money in cash? What, what should we do in the future? Yeah. Well, yeah, I was fascinated at Buffett because he make he takes simple things and make them sound sophisticated, <laughs> where all he's saying in that statement is buy low, sell high. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody knows that common sense thing, but he makes it sound so good. He makes it sound so educated, right? But it's, yeah. it's revolutionary. Yeah, it's, buy, it's buy low, sell high. It's yeah. basically that that entire concept there. Yep. Um, you know, but but I get a lot of times, you know, the, this fear of, you know, will it come back and and is it going to last the rest of our life? Yeah. Right. And, and one of the things that, that I do, at least, is, is I point out to a client, one, how much in their portfolios are in cash positions. Because chances are, if you're with us, if you're with an advisor that has a diversified portfolio, there's money in cash. Yeah. Right. And I always like to point that number out because sometimes it's 20 grand, 30 grand, 40 grand or more, depending on the value of their whole asset yep. base, that they're not seeing from the advisor standpoint is sitting there in cash for opportunity or for money if they needed it. Yeah. Absolutely. So sometimes I'll go into a client and I'll say, hey, look, this is what you have in cash, 35000 Do you see any expenses coming up that's going to you know, be 35000 Chances are they say, uh, no, we don't plan on spending any of it. Yeah. Well, okay, well, they have to go through 35000 before we entertain some, selling something when it's low. Yeah. Right. Or maybe I point out the bonds in the portfolio and what their what their dividend is yep. to show like, hey, even in a down market, this is the income we can generate for you yeah, right? absolutely. O- off of that. Right. Mm-hmm. So knowing your portfolio, knowing your investments is very important. And, and I think a good advisor, when a client calls and starts questioning, will point those things out to create confidence that, hey, that short term bucket is there for me. Yeah. Right. And, and I know you do it. We do it as a, as a team is we do a bucket strategy. Yep, absolutely. And there's always a portion of your investment that's short term. And with that, that brings security. Yep. Right. But the fact that we have buckets that are mid, you know, intermediate term and long term, those are the ones that are fluctuating a lot. Yeah. Right. But clients confuse that because they look at their assets at a whole like one big egg. Right. And they say, oh, my gosh, everything's going down. But they don't realize that maybe that short term bucket didn't go down at all mm-hmm. or went down one percent. Right. But they're seeing the long term bucket go down 30 percent. Yeah. And they're, oh, well, you know, the world's going to end. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, right. You don't want to be a lemming. You don't you want to be following everybody jumping off the cliff at sure. this point, yeah. which, which is important. So, um, you know, I, I think hopefully clients take a little bit back from this episode mm-hmm. and, and realize the opportunity that comes with a down market, because that's really ultimately what it is. It's either a buying opportunity, it's a rebalancing opportunity, it's a tax harvest, you know, a tax loss harvesting opportunity. Yep. It's maybe a restructuring of income, you know, mm-hmm. for you. Uh, and maybe it's also wealth transfer. Yeah. You know, maybe it's looking at maybe doing that gift to a client, you know, to a, to a grandkid's account that may be a little bit more aggressive doing it now versus later on. Yeah. Right. And getting it, getting it into that 529 or getting it into that UTMA or whatever it might be might make sense. Right. To go from their fixed source to, you know, something that's down 30 percent. Yeah, absolutely. You know, which is the main thing. So uh, hopefully there's some questions generated by this. And and please, you know, we we brought this topic up because we got a, a lot of feedback from clients that they wanted us to talk a little bit about 
managing it in a down market and yeah. some options to do and stuff like that. As always, you can send those requests to the Esley Group. You can just go on yourtimeyourmoney.net. It'll direct you to our team page. Uh, you can touch contact there and, and type in any questions that you have. Uh, another thing that we want to bring up in this segment as we close it out is uh, we're, we're excited for the launch of uh, Perspective Magazine. So this is actually a, a uh, new illustration that we're going to be doing every quarter out to clients. Uh, and it has a wide array of different topics, everything from what's currently going on in the market. Uh, we threw in some other things in here that we thought would be, uh, you know, fun for clients, right. uh, some recipes in here and stuff like that. Uh, but ultimately, we wanted to provide another resource to clients. And these are going to be quarterly. So with the seasons uh, and hopefully some uh, really insight and education on the market and what's going on in the economy today. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, as always, you can find us at yourtimeyourmoney.net, the Esley Group at 43 British American Boulevard in Latham, 800-222-3202. And as always, we want you to like and subscribe. And if you go into this bottom corner over here, uh, you'll see our subscribe button. So click that button, subscribe, like, forward it down on your social media platform so that we get more people uh, to hear some good content and some ideas. And we thank you as always. It's your time. Your money. Adam Jones, Matthew Trillo, Mark Esley, Financial Advisors, 43 British American Boulevard, First Floor, Latham, New York, 12110, 518-724-5004. Cetera Investors is the marketing name of Cetera Investment Services. Securities and insurance products are offered through Cetera Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Cetera Investment Advisors, LLC. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Today's Community Spotlight. Astana Brothers Pizza, 52 North Greenbush Road, Troy, New York, 12180, phone number 518-272-7200. Special thanks, Chris Conlon, owner and craftsman, Skulls and Sawdust, 518-852-3673, skullsandsawdust at gmail.com. Special thanks to Bobby Chase and Jeff Carlson of Next Evolution Media, 518-879-1779, bobbychase84 at gmail.com. And last but not least, a very special thanks to our families for sacrificing many hours to let us see the vision through its reality. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not tailored towards any particular individual investment, objectives, or financial situation. This is not intended to be an offer or solicitation to purchase any security or insurance product. Cetera representatives do not provide legal, tax, or estate planning services. Should you require such service, you should consult a legal, tax, or estate planning professional. A diversified portfolio does not assure a profit or protect against loss in a declining market. Rebalancing may be a taxable event. Before you take any specific actions, be sure to consult with your tax advisor. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily the views and opinions of Cetera Investment Services. Any recommendations mentioned in this episode are meant for educational purposes only and should not be construed as advice or personal recommendations. Always consult your financial advisor, tax advisor, and attorney for details related to your specific goals and objectives. Investments have risk and can lose value. They are not FDIC insured. The situations presented are hypothetical to illustrate key topics and should not be construed as actual client situations or experiences. The Esley Group operates under Cetera Investors and is responsible for the production of this show. All views and opinions are solely that of the Esley Group. You should always obtain a perspective when available prior to investing to know your risks, costs, and fees associated with the investments. Cetera Investors is a marketing name of Cetera Investment Services. Securities and insurance is offered through Cetera Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cetera Investment Advisor, LLC. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other entity name. 
43 British American Boulevard, first floor, Latham, New York, 12110. Phone number 518-724-5004. Individuals affiliated with this broker-dealer firm are either registered representatives who offer only brokerage services or receive transaction-compensated commissions, investment advisor representatives who offer only investment advisory services and receive fee-based on assets, or both registered representatives and investment advisor representatives who can offer both types of services.